Doug and Marty vs. the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. Well, things are heating up. It's heating up. It's uh, primary weekend. Uh, things are getting hot. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And we are so grateful, so grateful that you're tuning in. You must be thinking about, or you must have already voted, or you're holding on to your vote, as Doug always says, until the last moment. So make sure that you actually get it turned in by Tuesday, brother. I think uh, that's actually happening, brother, because it's historic uh, newsworthy low turnout, right? It's less mm-hmm. than 10% through yesterday. And um, so two things, either people are holding their ballots, which we believe many, many people are, at mm-hmm. least on the right, and or Democrats are saying, the heck with it, I'm not voting, mm-hmm. right? Under voting to a degree. So could be either of those things. I'm uh, not acting uh, as a prophet today, but, you know, maybe later I will. I'm really, really hoping that there's a red wave. So I've got a, a scheduled uh, actually this morning going on, maybe even uh, within the next few minutes, but I've got a bunch of us going down to Olympia Saturday morning to pray. And uh, Dutch Sheets uh, d- that does uh, give him 15 uh, recommended that everybody get out to either Washington, D.C. or their state capitals and pray. Well, it's not practical for me to go to D.C. this weekend. So uh, and I thought, you know, he's right. And the with the primary coming up this Tuesday, August 2nd is the last day. At, what is it? Seven o'clock or eight o'clock? I forget. Eight o'clock. Yeah. 8 p.m. And yeah. um, and that's it. And so I thought, well, what better time to go? And so I normally do street church down there on it anyway. And so I'm inviting uh, a lot of our friends to come down there. And so. Um, you know, we, I, I believe we cannot, brother, underestimate the power of God moving when we pray. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus said that God knows what things we have need of before we ask him, but he still said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you'll find, knock and the door will be open. So we're going to go ask, we're going to go knock and we're going to go look. I'm going to go one step victory. Yeah, I'm going to go one step farther for you, brother. And uh, for those out there, I have multiple versions of the Bible. We're blessed in that way. I love the Amplified because if you read the Amplified, it has the extra words, right? Like the, the other, right? And so the great thing about that, it says, ask and keep asking, knock and keep knocking, seek and keep seeking. The idea is it's not a one-time deal. It's like persistence consistently asking it's the he gives the parable of the the widow and the judge where he she pestered him until he gave in. all right 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 you, you can have <laughs> what the you last want. time you pestered god brother <laughs> right and that's just it to have that thing like i know he'll give it to me you know i just want to make sure that you know and you ask and you ask and ask until you have it it's that it's that faith movement uh, that we're talking about so to doug's points great and Doug, before we get too deep in the woods, when it comes to all the things going on in, in federal and, and local politics and so on, this reminds me, This is, uh, we've always said this since we started doing our radio show back on when it was Eyes on Washington, right? This is a spiritual 2014, battle. brother. Yep, this is a spiritual battle. We're called to pray first. And, you know, without God, we can do nothing. Without With God, we can do all things, right? It's, it strengthens us. Uh, yes, that's a paraphrase. But think about this. 
this current batch of, um, of leftist administrators who have been in power for quite a while with a small blip of a, a shared responsibility in the Senate allowed a group of Satanists to go into Olympia and pray. Uh, we saw a rash a couple of years ago in 2018, a rash of these weird reports across the news all along the, the corridor from, uh, from um, Jefferson County, all the way down through Kitsap County, around the bend into Federal Way, where these, these cat mutilations, remember that? Mm-hmm. Classic sort of witchcraft type thing. And around those things, I'm not talking about myself, but Malosha and so forth, all of those things were radical leftist, lesbian, um, Planned Parenthood workers that were coinciding. They were running the same year, and they actually won Claire McCaskill and Emily Randall and so forth. There is a spiritual component that we have to be aware of. So what Doug was saying is we pray first, understand that when you think about the people that were elected, what is their number one thing is to go against our values go against uh, our belief because it's spiritual. It's a spiritual war that we've got to win. We start with our knees. So uh, it's, it plays out in the natural, but it starts in the spiritual brother. Yes. And uh, so don't, don't underestimate that. And I, I, I just want to say yes and amen to everything Mm -hmm. Marty said. And this thing is relational. We must have a relationship with God. We must have a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, lo, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So why do we act like he's not in the room with us, right? Not in the car mm-hmm. with us or wherever he's with us. And if God is for us, the Bible says who can be against us. So we have the victory as we move forward, as we, we step out in faith and do what he's calling us to do. Uh, it means that uh, we have to give, have personal sacrifice uh, in Romans. It says, you know, present your bodies, a living sacrifice, so, you know, going to Olympia to pray, right? Coming from wherever you live, uh, going to Olympia to pray, uh, going, you know, doing the assignment that God has given us. A lot of times we don't see mm-hmm. anything that's there, but something is happening. And so I just the- want to challenge yeah. those Wiccans, witchcraft, you know, yeah, they cannot, they cannot stand against uh, the Christian. You could get an entire coven, uh, whatever that is, you know, however many that is, and one Christian full of Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, has that power and authority to cast every one of them demons out, and they will back down. They will mm-hmm. move back, and we can do it. But they have gotten brazen. They have gotten bold. I I, I was there that day, mm-hmm. and uh, Matt Shea got in trouble for dumping oil on the steps or whatever. I'm like – you know, what do they do? They bust the Christian. So that tells you, mm-hmm. right? That tells you where the government's heart is. And I believe in Isaiah 14 that those that destroy their own country and their own people, I read it this morning, brother, that he will judge them, cast them out. And so it's up to us to do our part, show up, mm-hmm. pray, vote, you know, oh, the vote thing is, is uh, you know, riddled with fraud and everything else. It is. That is true, but the only way to overcome it is not to give in to the propaganda. We return our ballots. We try to. We must overwhelm the system so that no amount of cheating can uh, mm-hmm. succeed against uh, what what we're doing. And Christians are rising up, brother. You're mm-hmm. seeing it everywhere. Everywhere. There's a new backbone. A new I courage. Yeah. Well, and it's, there's it's a new awareness. Encouraging. Yeah. There's a new awareness. People getting it, people that never got engaged. It's been a it's sort of a building effect over the last several years. You and I have commented on it. 
there was a small group here, a small group there, a bigger group there. Now they're all coalescing, realizing how important it, this nation is, the constitution is, our biblical values are, and how, and they're starting to see just how powerful we can be together, united. And so for those people in central Washington, eastern Washington, that, that can't make it to Olympia this afternoon, brother, would you recommend they go to the county courthouse, maybe in their sure, local jurisdiction? State, uh, the city hall. City Hall the, and pray, right? The, wherever their ca- county council meets. Um, let's get to the seats of power, even the school uh, administration office, right? The school mm-hmm. board. You know, we need to start to show up, right? We It's it's no more uh, masks cowering in our air-conditioned homes, uh, <laughs> watching YouTube videos. Um, it's time to arise and go forth. You know, uh, we're ready. We are ready. You, you. A lot of times we think, well, I'm not equipped. Look, you got more Bible coming off of billboards and TV shows, mm-hmm. literally, because the Bible permeates American society. You know, they say, you know, a lot of people are trying to get away from the Christian heritage, but it's out there. You see stuff like man shall not live by bread alone. I mean, I'll, you see this stuff is out there. It's slogans, right? Even people the golden rule. Everybody yeah. tells the golden rule is a biblical value, right? Come on. Exactly. Do unto right. others. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, regardless of, you know, what you feel and, you know, and even Jesus said, you know, don't take any thought for what you're going to say when they take you before kings and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because the Holy Spirit will speak through you. Uh, so just calm down, relax and go and do mm-hmm. and everything. So so I want to talk about uh, this latest uh, conviction in the January 6th thing. Um, they gave this poor guy five years and three months. So now that we're seeing that the, the, the sentencing is matching up exactly with Antifa, BLM, riots, <laughs> everything else, you know, starting to be a little bit encouraging. No, I mean, they had Antifa guys murder people get off in, in like 25 months. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 20, uh, yeah. 25 weeks, yeah, right? 25 weeks. Some out got of out jail with no bail, no bail. Uh, you had Kamala Harris and others coming and paying the bail for some of them that had bail and they were going the whole bail reform things. So they were out quickly and they were, they were labeled as mostly peaceful protests. And we know they were not peaceful at all. Very dangerous. A whole city as they're standing the, as the CNN, Anchor standing there with fires raging behind him, a mostly peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, the target is on fire behind you, sir. Are <laughs> you are, are yeah, you retarded? Are you stupid? What do you, what's what's the problem here? So right. um uh yeah, not fair. So what was he charged with? The person who is the fi- um five years, six months, what was he charged with? So uh I'm not sure of the exact charge. Let me see if I can find it here. Okay. But it said he was he uh, he pleaded guilty to one count of assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers using a dangerous weapon, and that was probably like a ruler or maybe a stick. Whatever, right? So he went to a rally. He was um, arrested or whatever, maybe, and then it resisted arrest, which you don't do. But the point is, five years. Yeah, you know, they're trying to throw the book at people um, to have a political. This is all about deterring Donald Trump from running in twenty twenty four. Um, I, I'm not going to switch gears too much, brother, but you we got to talk about that. That is amazing to me. Um, the organized machinery in the DC swamp right now from the Republican side, you know, and the Democrat side, the organized, yeah, the uniparty, um, um, articles and everything trying to deter a 2024 run by Trump. 
I mean, not just her, but just absolutely lambasted. We don't well, want to one. eliminate. Yeah. Uh, and they were trying to do that with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, with um, mm-hmm. Lauren Bober. You know, well, they, you know, they took part in an insurrection. See, the reason they use the word insurrection is because that's in the law. That's in the mm-hmm. Constitution and things like that, whatever. Uh, and so if you have that, then you're disqualified from running for Congress or doing all these things. So we've never seen this before. Um, well, I mean, we started to see hints of it in the Obama administration with the IRS targeting uh, conservative mm-hmm. groups, things like that. But they've really taken this to the next level of mm-hmm. targeting political enemies. And now is the time for courageous, bold activity. This unjust judge. Now, look, this dude got this dude did assault police officers. OK, so, you know, if this is all true, then, yeah, I mean, he could have got up to 20 years, mm-hmm. um, but it's a. You know, we're, we're not calling on people to assault police officers. We're not calling on people to do that stuff. But it just seems unusually um, harsh yep. toward uh, Donald Trump supporters versus uh-huh. uh, Democrat, the Dem- the um, military arm of the Democrat agenda. Party. I'm not sure. You just mentioned YouTube videos before. And uh, I'm sure our listeners, I, I watch Instagram videos. I watch every once in a while. And the majority of the ones I've seen recently – are people on the left resisting arrest, um, really abusing police officers, and nothing happens to them. They, they, they get out the next day because they have these prosecutors endorsed and funded by George Soros across the nation, not prosecuting. So the criminals, the criminal element, people that actually are breaking the law, feel emboldened, and, the, and they don't. there's no consequence to it. So I feel bad for our police officers who are actually on the job uh, taking the abuse because these people are just – so this guy got five years. I've, I literally in the last week I've seen thirty videos with different um, criminals in apprehension, beating up or beating back at a cop, and you don't see those things being followed up on and prosecuted. It, like you said, it is skewed only for a political narrative. Liber- you know, it's not liberty and justice for all, brother. It's it's no. un. You know, it's an un. Um, I'm trying to say it's like a it's like a weighted scale. It's mm-hmm. like it's the thing the Lord doesn't like. The Lord detests an unjust scale, uh, you know, unequal. Une- right. You know, they talk about equity mm-hmm. and they talk about, you know, uh, inclusion and, and everything. And so what they say is because you're white, you've never been in this situation. And they they turn equity and inclusion against someone, which is the exact opposite of equity and inclusion, right? It should be about the facts. It's the law. Did you break the window? Did you burn the building? Did you kill somebody? Did you steal? Oh, well, they're oppressed so they can steal. No, 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 no. right. You can't steal. They took somebody's stuff. Right. Right. So that's a very good, a very good example. Um, Once again, equity is not equal. When the, when it says equal justice for all in our pledge, the idea here is equal means we're all equal in God's eyes. What we do with the talent God's given us is up to us. That's individual rights, our responsibility of what we do with it. And so when you go from equal to equity, you have different layers of justice for different groups of people. So the law applies to you, but it doesn't apply to them based on equity. Equity means uh, apportioning uh, different levels. It's like when they talk about equity for like down payment, well, certain groups will pay less because of, of whatever may be their background. That is not equal. Equity is equity is, is um, putting into artificially introducing a, a, like Doug said, an unbalanced scale 
to make them balance in the eyes of those who are in power. Well, let's look okay. at a, a very uh, re- recent example from um, about uh, 14 years ago or so. Um, they forced banks to give loans to people that could not afford them, did not have the credit rating for them uh, for homes um, based on equity. Right. And so mm-hmm. what did we have? We had this huge 2008 housing bubble crash because people could just buy anybody could buy a house. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter your credit rating, your down payment, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that became, you know, a huge problem. We had a gigantic devaluation in real estate and all these other things that, of course, you being in that industry know. Yep. yep. And we had a huge- um, this is not how it's done. It's like it should be on you extend credit built, built on the track record and the ability to pay, right. not I'll, on your skin color. I'll or give your- you one more example that um, we haven't seen the balloon, if you will, or the the immediate destruction of um, the actions. I'll say this, education. When we've lowered the standards for all students in America to graduate and in Oregon and Washington, removing the standards altogether, when you pass students that haven't got the proficiency to pass, they haven't learned the subjects, but we pass them anyway, we're setting them up for failure. Based on equity. Based on equity. So now we're in society with no skills they can't survive on their own. So then now they're, you know, they're dependent on the government. government. Yep. Yep. Uh, and which may be the intention of it. Actually, most of them can get a job at Disney. Just saying. <laughs> now, but the point is, is we're doing them no favor, but oh, from a societal level, this is going to have the, the rooster come home the roost. The, at some point in time, the chickens, the hens, right, are going to come home um, because Roosters, we've got whatever. a large I, I, amount you, of people. Can you define a hen, brother? I just, what is the definition <laughs> of a hen? The one that lay, lay an egg, right? Yes, right. Well, you know, can roosters get pregnant and lay an egg, brother? No. <laughs> um, well, according to them, right. you know, now it's all free for all. You know, it's all, it's all you know, there are no rules, there are no fences, there are no boundaries, there are no things. But, you know, I believe the Lord is bringing a real reckoning to this. And he, you know, God, I love this verse, brother, even though it means trouble for me and trouble for you and everybody else, God is not mocked. That's right. Whatsoever you sow, whatever you plant, that's what you're going to reap. That's what you're going to harvest. And so these people are planting something. They're planting the wind, brother. They're mm-hmm. planting the lies, and they are going to reap the whirlwind, and they are going to reap some some inequity that they uh, – this is not going to be good. No. What we don't want is uh, you know, a weak-kneed, lily-livered Christian church that cannot confront evil anymore. There were many churches, and I believe I'm going to one right now, and I'm, and I'm very concerned about it. I, I'm kind of digging and trying to see – did they celebrate Roe v. Wade or not? And they are not going near it with a 10 meter prodding stick. Yep. And that, that's, uh, and that's because they're there. They will not confront the evil of society. Oh, it's not the church's place and whatever. Well, tell that to John the Baptist. He was willing mm-hmm. to confront the evil of society to the losing of his head. Tell that to Elijah. Tell it to Elisha. Mm hmm. Uh, tell it to Nathan, the prophet, who cons- who confronted David, the king, and said, thou art the man, mm-hmm. right? That could have cost Nathan his life. Those yeah. kings were dictators, brother. They I could know. do whatever they wanted. And um, 
So, uh, you know, there is a reckoning coming and we want to be on the right side of this. But you know what the cool thing is, brother, What's that? is that he's our righteousness. This he isn't is. about you know, so he, I want to go there, though. Own, I love that he cleans his own fish, right? Yes. We, we yes. Go to him. I, I, I had I'm going to end with this. I know mm-hmm. you got something to share. Mm-hmm. I saw the, the fortress and the strong tower and it said, you know, and the, the, the scripture says the righteous run to it and are safe. Right. It's they don't run to it because they're righteous. They're righteous because they run to it. Amen. Right? I didn't Amen. I didn't do everything right yesterday probably going to mess up a few times a day, but if I run to him, that makes me righteous. That's right. Our righteousness is given to us by him, our relationship with him, our free choice of him. It's not something we earn. Yeah. Positional. Exactly right. Now I was going to say, you've mentioned this before. Uh, It was Abraham Lincoln had the question, right? If you have a dog and and you call the, the tail a leg, how many legs does a dog have? And the crowd goes, five. He goes, no, four. Just because you call the tail leg doesn't make it a leg. This dog has four legs. That's the truth, right? The truth doesn't change. So that's Abraham Lincoln. And then you have the Bible. He said a few good things. Right. Really good stuff. And yet yesterday or this week, anyway, we were told that, you know, for about 40 years or better, uh, we've known that two consecutive quarters of negative growth um, was called a recession. Yep. Uh, apparently, they redefine the word recession and say, no, that's not what it means. It, 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 it's no longer that. And it goes in line with everything that is truthful, man, woman for marriage, right? Uh, a woman is a woman that can have children. That only there's two sexes, there's two genders, whatever it may be. All the way down, they come again and said, no, that's not true. They've taken love and replaced it with tolerance, right? You know, so they redefined things. We've talked about this years ago about how powerful the language is and how the devil and those, and I'm Italian and all those, those that want to thwart or um, lead astray, those that would follow God and his way, they change the wording, the meaning of the words. They change the language around it. And to your point about the churches, it's heartbreaking because they've allowed the language to be changed so that they don't want to be judged from the culture standpoint versus God's standpoint. God's word doesn't change. God's word is we, it's the we standard. Can't, we can't win the loss by confronting sin. That's that's the modern Western, you know, American mega church philosophy. Right. Unfortunately, right. that's not the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. Peter said they were cut to the except they were cut to the heart. Yeah. What must we do? He's like, repent. Every yeah. one of you, you know, and then he said, uh, John the Baptist said, don't, don't, don't say that, you know, because we're the children of Abraham, that we're safe. Or was it Jesus? He said, God can raise up children of Abraham out of these rocks. Mm-hmm. He's like the, the people that are, are righteous, the people that repent and come to God. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's super important. Um, so uh, because of this, um, recession thing i don't know if you saw him breitbart on friday there is a huge wikipedia war going on as people the wikipedia page on recession has been updated over 70 times as people go back and forth editing because you know you can edit wikipedia anybody can right and the left is trying to like get it in line with what biden said and the right keep going back and go no it's classic two two uh quarters of of negative Negative Right. It's a war. This is a war. Look, uh, I don't need Wikipedia, Joe Biden, or anybody else to tell me that we are or are not in a recession. I'm 
I have a pickup truck that holds 33 gallons of gas, brother, and you have to go twice because your car doesn't go high enough to fill it up, right? Right. I have, I have, I've been to the store. I've seen the the prices, right? And and now we have record low wages. Uh-huh. This has never happened before. In in 76, uh, 77, 79, mm-hmm. you had record inflation, but wages went up. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a wash, right? So you got raises, but it didn't really help you. Right. What's happening now is so different because wages are going down and prices are going up. So this is like a, a and this is a red uh, alarm, a five alarm fire mm-hmm. in the economy, and they don't want to acknowledge it. But guess what? The voters, mm-hmm. brother, are acknowledging it as they throw the bums out exactly right they don't even didn't want to acknowledge afghanistan being a failed um withdrawal they don't want to acknowledge any negative stuff it still is negative they still have dropped the ball they have hurt american uh the american people uh, to your point though ronald reagan when he was running for president he was talking about uh how jimmy carter was denying the recession as well and he goes, you want a simple way to know when there's a recession? He goes, a recession is when your neighbor loses their job. A depression is when you lose your job. And he goes, a recovery is when Jimmy Carter loses his. So I think that when the Democrats <laughs> lose their, his room start recovering. And that's why election season is so important, right? <laughs> you know, I've always, uh, honestly, brother, in my, in my run for Congress this year and uh, just what what do we do if, if we win? How do what happens if Doug Bassler goes to Congress? And I've really s- kind of steered away from the whole impeachment thing. But as more and more of this goes on, I believe that the Biden administration, Biden family, is a crime family. I mm-hmm. think that this stuff has to come out. And I do believe, you know, I saw a post on True Social, which is the new um, uh, Facebook for everybody that started by the Trump organization. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, I saw a post by Ted Nugent, and it it said, the only thing worse than an enemy in your midst is a traitor in your midst, and it had Biden on there. Mm-hmm. He sold us to our, our greatest political, mm-hmm. geopolitical enemy, China. It is time to impeach this dude. I know we'll have to deal with, with cackling Kamala, but yes. you know what? We'll deal with that. And we just we just need to do one thing at a time. That's how you eat an elephant, brother. One, yep, one bite, bite at, at a time. time. So this is one thing I'm going to call out my fellow Republicans from out there. There is, in the past, we had the whole Obamacare promising to, re- to repeal it. They got power. They didn't do anything. They had like 70 show votes. This is what voters typically get frustrated by. And in Christians, too, especially Christians, we we want to do the right thing. Right. So to your point about going in, if you get elected, you're going to Congress, you have a clear violation of our constitution, a traitor who's harmed American citizens. And yet you want like, oh, we're not like them. We don't want to go through the impeachment process. There is a time for that. God's called us to judge rightly, to hold people accountable. The way the American heals is something like that is to bring it to the light and say, we never want this happen to happen again. This is how this cronyism, this person who's been in power for a long time, use the system uh, to enrich themselves. And they need to be held accountable. It's not a payback. It's not being like the Democrats. It's, it's clearly uh, holding 
people accountable that haven't been held accountable for so long. I think it needs to be done. I'm not, I'm not calling for it like, like first thing you do, but we cannot let this go. We can't say, oh, it's in the past and now deal with it because it will happen again. People need to know, all of us need to know that it doesn't matter how powerful you are, how rich you are, or, or how influential you are, the justice system works against you as well, holds you in check. Um, otherwise, it doesn't work for anybody. And I, I, so we have to change that. So to your point, I, I want to encourage well-meaning Christians that there's a time to be tough. There's a time to hold people accountable. There's a time. That's why our justice system works so well is when we punish appropriately the, those that break the law, they stop breaking the law. Other people are discouraged from breaking the law. Um, our families are safer. Our communities are better. So there's, there's a reason for it versus what the left does. They enforce it only to advance a political uh, agenda. So it's true. Mm. Well, uh, well said, my brother. Let's move on to the next looming, absolutely declared by the CDC as the next <laughs> health crisis, the monkeypox, which, of course, is a very it's causing monkeys everywhere to be offended. And, and, uh, you know, they want to change the name of that too. I don't know if you saw that, but yes, the, the, not- the monkey pox. So I was talking to a, a person that I know mm-hmm. that is a, a, you know, a relatively young person and um, relatively aware person. And he goes, Oh, you know, monkey pox is coming and we gotta like blah, blah. And I go, yeah. Um, did you know that 95% of cases of monkey pox are sexually transmitted? He goes, it's an STD. I go, yeah, not worried. He's married. Right. He's monogamous. It's STD between males, 96, 95, 96%. It's, in males. Uh, yeah, it's got the homosexuality thing is 98% affected. Mm-hmm. And it has caused massive, massive zero deaths. Yes. Massive. And so, but this, once again, I mean, zero is like, if you think about it, zero is the biggest number because it is all inclusive. All inclusive. Zero. 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 No deaths. So that's a health crisis. Listen to this. But you know what? Gonorrhea isn't. Yes. uh, Syphilis isn't. It actually downgraded age. They actually have. Is it? They act that CDC does call STDs a huge thing. So if they, if they, if we just roll monkeypox into that, then stop sexualizing our children. Yep. Stop yeah. saying this. Stop saying that 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 sex out of marriage is consequence free, because right. it isn't. Right. God said that you need to protect yourself. I love Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA. You know what he says? Marry you know young. Marry young. young. Have kids. Yep. Get married young. Don't yep. wait. I just celebrated last Sunday my fortieth wedding anniversary. We married young. We were twenty three years old, brother, when we I got know. married. Marry young. And I guess t- what? What? It protected us. We are not worried about monkeypox or right. AIDS or syphilis or gonorrhea or anything else. My, I talked to my mom. Um, she's uh, here with us, and um, she was saying that they got she got married at eighteen. I didn't know that they got married at eighteen and nineteen, but it was cool, you know. And, and I love that because you're you're right. You grow up together, but uh, marrying young, I did not. Unfortunately, I married late. Um, but you know, so we were 22 years now, we could have been 42 years at this, this point in time. So, uh, that's amazing. Speaking of Charlie Kirk, do you see the latest dust up about Sue the view? Yes, brother. But, uh, I think you should tell our listeners in case they missed it. Okay. So l- the latest thing, Charlie Kirk, of course, um, turning point USA has done a fantastic work 
on college campuses, reaching uh, the youth. His conferences are getting bigger and bigger. They bring in great speakers, but really it's, it's to inspire and to educate young conservatives with the truth. The actual facts, our constitution, it's, it's uh, a conservative. Uh, they had a, a conference. There was some, looks like some Antifa type um, guided in with some Nazi flags outside and so forth. It's clearly staged, you know, like they have in the past that this is not the first time staged. They probably had mega hats on and whatever, you know, they had masks on. You couldn't see their face. They had fresh out of the bag, these Nazi flags, Whoopi Goldberg on the view, called them out and said that basically painted all Turning Point USA young people as Nazis. And um, and then um, the uh, Turning Point USA sent over a um, demand to for an apology. Uh, They came out and said, well, it, we, when they weren't all, we, we had broad brush, but they included and invited them in. And then they had to come back again and say, no, we did not. And we demanded apologies. So they apologized again and said, well, they didn't include them in and, and they're not part of the group, but they were aware. And they go, no. So the, a fourth apology came out this week from multiple, from Whoopi and L saying, we made a mistake. We painted them with a broad brush and we shouldn't have. Um, they were not part of the group. Charlie Kirk is suing the view. And I think it's, it raises the attention of the hypocrisy of how the people like this have gotten away with it for years. These radical leftists who have a platform uh, that influence people all around this world. I know it's hard. I don't watch the view, but a lot of people do. uh, And and in a very negative way against conservatives. And so they get carte blanche typically on saying, Oh, all of them are racist. All of them are ultra mega. All of them are bigoted. I mean, we know that's an absolute lie. And so good on Charlie Kirk using the powerful organization of young activists, conservative activists, to fight against this slash and this name. Basically, what she did was uh, was tarnish, if you will, um, this whole group of young people, and so which is her intention. So by pushing back, it raises the awareness worldwide that the, the left, Whoopi and The View, uh, not only made a mistake, but they're going to pay for it. And so I, I love it. He's fighting back. He's, that's why uh, I think Doug and I love him so much is he's a fighter. Uh, and he's encouraging a bunch of young people, the next generation, to push back against this woke agenda. I love well, it. Well, and you and I attended the biggest Turning Point USA event that ever was. Mm-hmm. That was last December. And that gave you an opportunity to, to see your dad, brother. Yep. Before he and passed so, away. I, I so just, good. I really was thinking about that. And I was like, thank God I twisted your arm. A hundred percent. down there, brother, even though all of us sleeping in that one hotel room was a little funky. But hey, whatever. It, it worked great. out. And I appreciate it. I mean, I basically got to get an airfare down there and that was it. Got to stay in the room with Doug and Jared. It was awesome. I'm telling um, you, though, wow. that was not white supremacy dude that was like church i know that was like I know. every color every race it was you know uh the church i go to even though they're not really i i, I gotta just i'm not gonna do you guys even appreciate the fact that we are now the post-road generation i mean oh we don't talk you know whatever i'm about ready to, if they do that there we I'm, go. I'm, I'm out right I'm just out because i just you know whatever we just if we can't even do that then then what are we we should so, be um, glorifying God for but the when victory. You look, I, yeah. When I do worship yeah. with the with the band, I'm up there with my bass or whatever. You look at the group; it's every tribe, 
every nation, every tongue. They used to call America the melting pot, right? The melting pot. We come and melt. And what they're trying to do is not let us melt anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to all learn English. They don't want us to all, you know, have the culture of American and freedom and all these things. And the government used to, you know, was instituted according to the Declaration of Independence to protect these rights, to yes. ensure that we have these rights. And so our government has become rogue. It's become an outlaw government. It's picking winners and losers. It's trying to divide us. It's time mm-hmm. to change it. And that's what Thomas Jefferson wrote. When that happens, it's the duty of the people to alter or abolish. So we're going to alter mm-hmm. and uh, get back to what the paper says, the Constitution. You and I have been, you know, ex- exercising that. Uh, I'm excited to say that um, that thing is still functioning. Uh, it doesn't seem to be functioning in the immediate vicinity of the Capitol if you happen to be there on January 6th, but it should be. Mm-hmm. And um, we are, um, you know, we were blessed to be at Turning Point USA. We had the worship service. Oh, there was gosh, the only was so thing wonderful. that was a little whacked was that country concert you made me go to. But other than that, brother. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> the country music is the closest thing to Christian music out there. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> dude, that guy was drinking beer in the boat by the lake. I'm just saying that was not that is, necessarily uh, there are For those people who are listening, if you were out there praying to God, drinking a beer in a, on a boat fishing, that could be like heaven. I'm telling you. Uh, Okay. Anytime Uh, you're out. I'll I'll give you that one. That's a half a point, brother. It's still country music. I I still think it sounds like an old, you know, donkey brain in the barn, you know, whatever. But that's okay. Some people like donkey's brain in the barn. I'm not a donkey guy. I'm an elephant guy. There we go. Uh, Did you hear that ever so quietly? Shh, don't tell anybody. Joe Biden is finishing the wall in Arizona, brother. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so, couple, I love I love this segue. So yes, um, he's being keep forced. That, keep that down, brother. To uh, finish part of the wall in Arizona because of the damage of their policies, the open border policy. So you have remember when uh, Ron DeSantis over in Florida started busing his uh, the immigrants that were in his state up, and then north. those st- and then those cities started complaining, "We can't take right. this." And then uh, Governor Abbott from Texas was busing them to D.C. Yeah. Well, now the governors of D.C. and Chicago and New York are saying they're overwhelming us. We can't do this. This is wrong. And so now they're having this focus on border patrol. And only like what 30, 40 people can fit on a bus. This is not the hundred thousand that's coming into Arizona, it's not Texas, the four New million. Mexico. Yeah, that that the, the, the actually that the um the border BD whatever that comp- the the agency is uh, that says to have come across our border since Biden's been in pr- uh, president. That's crazy when you think about. And they said eight hundred thousand that they know of that they didn't even touch people that got away basically. So you got five million people plus the twelve million that are estimated to be here already. You got almost twenty million illegal immigrants in this nation that we know of. That's the size of California. That is the size, uh, almost the size of Florida, as far as the number of people. That is a lot of people. And that, that's going to have a burden on the system. It's going to affect elections, all kinds of stuff. But to your point, these, these, there, Inslee came out, Governor Inslee, on this third term, um, just this week. supposed to spit when you say that. I'm just saying. I know, right? Um, and lo and behold, because I, I don't support defunding the police. I don't, you know, and Brandy Cruz, God bless her, um, 
she had a uh, thing I shared on Facebook and she just nailed it. She goes, you do not get to do this. Two years later, after you supported and signed into law these anti-policing bills, um, the COVID vaccine mandates where we lost hundreds of state patrolmen, lost police department uh, across the state and in the nation, you can't come back two years later and say, well, I support police. We need to hire more. He goes, no, the voters and we, you can't do that. It's one thing. Yes, you can come to our side of common sense. I love what she said about this. And we, we embrace you and say, come on over. But you don't get credit for being for something that's politically expedient now that for the last two and a half years, you've been advocating for and against, you know, at open borders, uh, sanctuary cities, um, non-policing, the police are a problem. All this wokeness. You so can't we're pursue. The police no. can't pursue. Right. Uh, there's there every day. I met with the, the the chief of police here in Kent. He says every day, two to three times a day, they have what they call driveaways. They mm-hmm. people just don't stop. They mm-hmm. speed. They go crazy. And then then he said, and when we don't pursue, they still drive like maniacs. They're still 70, 80 running red lights, doing all this kind of stuff. It's not. It's still not safe. It's like we're not causing them to drive like that. We're trying to stop them, right? And if they if they crash into the car and force their way out like they did in Seattle, they're damaging all these, you know, very mm-hmm. expensive police cars, brother. You know, those things don't those things are not the twenty thousand dollar Prius, right? They're like right. a hundred thousand dollar specially armored lights, all this equipment, computers. So um, you know, they can damage a half a million dollars worth of cars. And, and and get out, escape and drive away and they can't pursue them. I'm like, they ought to be like shooting them. I mean, at least shooting the tires at something, doing something, so right? I had a manager's offsite meeting this week over in Dallas, Texas. And uh, you'll like this, brother. You may, not, may or may not like this. I like this. I just want to know how. Um, I never want to go to Dallas in July, brother. It, it's I, hot. Go, carry on. It, it's it, hot in Dallas. In no, there was a, a, a police car, black and white police car in Dallas. That was a 2019, 20, now not the brand new ones, but like the last generation of Corvettes. So the, the coolest car in the world, black and white police on it. I'm like, if they all get that, I might set up to be a Dallas policeman. But besides that, they better have <laughs> air conditioning. Maybe it's just for show or whatever, but what a cool car. You know, I mean, well, I've seen a lot of those, uh, you know, challengers, chargers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, it was so funny. I was going down um, 167 here near my home, and um, you know I don't know if you know this, but here in Washington State, road raid, road rage shootings, actual gunfire, is double what it was through uh, June of last year. The whole year, they had 40 road rage shootings in 2021. In 2022, by the end of June, they had 80. And wow. so, wow. and it's wow. almost, it's almost daily that I hear about another shooting and some people are dying. And so I'm like telling my kids, my wife, me, Hey, just get in the right, let them go. Do right. not try to block. Do not try to get in a hurry. Just get there. When you get there, don't, don't caught. Cause right now this is a problem. So anyway, I'm going down the 167 and this uh-huh. car goes ripping by me and I'm like, Hmm, interesting. And I just let them go. And mm-hmm. he whips and he gets in the, he gets in the, um, carpool lane. Right. Okay. And, and this other car, like this little, uh, you know, compact import car, Toyota or something. And, uh, goes ripping by and gets up on this other car's butt. 
Oh no. And just like <laughs> they're they're really like pushing, like, we want to go. And <laughs> the car in front, the first car that went by, yeah. keeps on the lights. It's like cop? blue and red. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Toyota slowed down yeah. a lot and pulled over to the right and got out of the carpool. <laughs> I was like, now that's funny. Because the other car did not. It was, I totally caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, that's unmarked. See, wow. you just never know. And that's the thing about God. Yeah. Did you know that God is omniscient, <laughs> brother? I did. Yeah. He knows everything. Did you yeah. know that he's omnipresent? Brother, yes, he's, that everywhere. he's everywhere. Yes. And so this uh, I had someone oh, ask me, one. come on, omnipotent. He's all powerful. There we go. Yes. <laughs> omnipotent. Absolutely. And, um, you know, someone asked me, well, how are you going to um, how are you going to go to Congress and maintain your integrity when they try to bribe you and all this stuff? And I said, you don't know God like I do. I can't even talk rough to my wife without him like totally busting me. You think he's going to let me stick money in my pocket? And mm-hmm. do stuff? <laughs> I mean, when you know the Lord, you know, I mean, you're going to have to sever that relationship, brother. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Severing you that relationship, that. Yeah. you know, agape, you know, agape, the definition of agape love or uh, however, mm-hmm. however you pronounce it. Yeah. But we used to talk about agape and all that. That's what we're supposed to have with God. You know what mm-hmm. the definition of agape is? That, that if either if either one is separated, they both die. Wow. That's that's, that's really deep. That's good. That's that's the Greek definition of the word. You're so close. You're so joined. And we've seen that, right? And over mm-hmm. the last few years where uh, the husband will die and then a few months later the wife dies because she just can't live without him. Or yep. the wife dies my, and a few months later the husband dies. My grandpa lived three years and one day after my grandma passed away and, and he didn't want to live a day past. Um, so it's one of those things where that's pretty common. They were married for 72 years, brother. I just, it's amazing to me. So I have a question for you. And then so course, that's I'm the way I feel about God. If if yeah. if people want to know if I can maintain my integrity in Congress, brother, I, yes. he is it's like sure. he's on us, right? Yes. He can fix yes. us. I've seen that for you. I remember when we were doing the radio and you and the Lord, you had said, I'm not going to run for Pierce County chair or whatever yep. it was. Yep. And you, and you like, and the Lord was like, do you love your friend who had de- declared for it more than me? And you were white as a sheet, brother. I was like, mm-hmm. Marty's got integrity because God's busting him on this. And he's like scared so hard, not brother. to do it. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. It worked out. It did work out. And, and we've got to be careful about, promises right mm-hmm. rash promises of you know we need to be praying about stuff before we make yeah before we agree to things you know it may, yeah. it may seem um well-intentioned at the time but it's not god's will for you um we've done that too when we've helped out friends yeah sure we'll help you out and we didn't ask and then uh, later on there's there's times when you're not supposed to that's hard you know because we're you know graceful so to my question uh, for our listener, many of you may or may not know this, but um, it's it's kind of funny because we know that we uh, we have a, a commander in chief who's really I mean I, I'm trying to be as nice as possible, but he is incompetent. He, he's he's uh, part of uh, a administrative state that's made things really bad for a lot of people. That said, we've also seen a lot of gaffes. Um, he speaks they constantly have to come out and correct and say no, the president didn't mean what he said. He actually meant this and so on and so on. On the world stage, he's been embarrassed a couple times over at the Vatican. We talked about that too, about the pants. And um, so, this most recent thing, he had a call with the um, president of China, Xi Jinping, 
it it's on record as the longest call on record with the head of state. So he was on there for hours and hours and hours. Now we know, and and so my question to Doug is that is where do you think the the time was? Was it because Biden couldn't figure out what he wanted to say? <laughs> was there a lot of content? What did he take breaks and a nap in between? I mean, they won't release the transcript, which is kind well, of funny. It was, the thing is, is that, brother, it, it, it takes a while. I mean, if you've ever been in these kind of negotiations before, it takes a while to figure out what you're going to pay Hunter. There it's we go. Just, right. You know, the compensation <laughs> plan. What are the you know, what are the benefits? How much money is it? When? How are the how's the money going to be transferred? Yeah, there's there's a heck of a lot of. Uh, I, I noticed translation as well. I, I get that. But the longest, when you think about it, too, these are we are at an economic war with. We have t- military tensions with. We are the two superpowers legitimately in the world. You would think it would be a pretty direct discussion. And yet this seems like the longest. They must have. Maybe it was like you and I where they have so much history behind them. They're, they're reminiscing about all the deals they did in Ukraine and the labs and, and the Wuhan and making, making plans for the next. I'm being tongue-in-cheek a little bit here, um, but so they're touting that it was so long, but they won't release the transcript. And yet there's no cry from the political right to say, hey, show us the transcript. Like there was with Trump, remember? Remember how it was they all am, these? They impeached him over the transcript of I know. the call with, yeah, I mean, uh, Zelensky, right? The one that we're now uh, in, uh, supporting with billions and billions of dollars. I think it's, it's all stinks to high heaven, if you ask me. Um, but the idea here, there's no one leaking in the Biden administration. There was tons of leaks in the, in the Repu- um, Trump administration. Huh. Uh, the administrative state is working on behalf. They're redefining words. And there's no uh, there's no demand for transparency. Uh, it's only one side. Once again, we started the show, equal justice for all, but now it's whatever justice, it's whatever we choose, right? Loss for thee, not for us. Uh, but right there, though, there needs to be a cry. When you get elected, this is another one of those things. I want to see transcripts. I want to see transparency. It's got to be equal for all parties that the American people need to know. So what do you talk about? You know, sure, redact the ones that are, have military secrets or whatever in it, if there's any. What's the gist of your conversation with the head of a state, right? Did you address human rights concerns? Did you address the the uh, aggressive moves they're making towards um, Thailand, right? Uh, did you address uh, Taiwan? Sorry, you know what is what happens, right? But it doesn't seem to be that way. So there needs to be some accountability for all, you know. And then you go on to all this. Why is I'm not ranting here? Yes, we you talk- are. For years, <laughs> Eric Swalwell is still in Congress, yet he had a long-term relationship with the Chinese spy. Diane yep. Feinstein still in Congress. Her driver was a Chinese spy. We've got these Hunter Biden things uh, that we know now is true. Even the left media is reporting on it. We've got to get to the bottom of that, brother. Well, uh, send me. Here yep. I am. Send me. We will get to the bottom of this. There's going to be trouble, and they know it. Um, I was at a uh, an African event, Congolese event last week, and uh, and toward the beginning of the event, they announced that Congressman Adam Smith has secured five hundred thousand dollars in funding for our new community center, and I'm like, ah, uh, I imagine they're doing this all over the country with all these porky bills. They're buying mm-hmm. votes, brother, trying to buy votes, and um, so these things are uh, all this stuff is uh, going to come out and we're going to win anyway. 
Brother, mm-hmm. did you hear that the House of Representatives, uh, it's now over at the Senate, passed a bill establishing a department to combat Islamophobia? I did and not hear that. So uh, I did do a post and uh, made a statement. I did a press release um, stating that uh, this is a violation of the Constitution because congressman is making the establishment of a mm-hmm. religion. They are mm-hmm. promoting something because of uh, Lauren Boebert and Ilhan Omar. Um, they are, uh, you know, that was it in, in some comments she made or whatever. Mm-hmm. Look, the most persecuted faith on the planet yep. by 53% is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Where's the Jewish uh, uh, office of Jewish phobia or, you know, anti-Semitism right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Islam Islamophobia or the Islam stuff is like, it's not even like, it's like a percent, like 1% or something like that. And yet uh, they make this move. So I'm telling you, this is an anti-Christian move. This is an mm-hmm. anti-Jewish move. And I'm not standing for it. And we shouldn't, you know, if they, you know, you can't have it one way. And and like you, we like we started the program, this mm-hmm. unbalanced scale. Like, you know, you, you can't be racist unless you're white. You know, you can't you can't speak about anybody unless you're white. You can speak all you want against those guys, right? Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. be uh you you can't burn and pillage and whatever unless you're doing it on our side and and because you're a person of you know that's oppressed or whatever. So we've got to say no. We want justice for everybody. Does that mean I want us to go around hating uh you know Muslims or whatever? No, no. But you know what? They don't deserve any special carve out in the state department to battle Islamophobia. If anything, they, they may, we may want to do some more investigating because where do most acts of terrorism come from? Mm -hmm. They come from that. Okay. From from that general, that general uh, religion, if you want to call it that or political bent. It's both. Uh, We know that uh, Islam is a political system and a religious system. So it is, it's actually a church state, if you will. It's a, um, the idea behind it, jihad, the whole bit is political and religious. That, and the tenets of it, we've had Kamal Salim on the show. Um, that's the difference, if you will, between a uh, system like ours that is have the, the basis of Judeo-Christian values that established it, but it's not church run. Right? We're supposed to have godly moral people uh, living here and those serving to, to speak on behalf of, but we don't have the church running the government, which is the whole thing there. The church and the government are one and the same. Islam is that's, that's the way the Muslim countries work. And that is the, was one of the number one things mm-hmm. that the American revolution was against because the King of England was also the head of the church of England mm-hmm. and they were using religious persecution. It's why many, the, the pilgrims, right? Many mm-hmm. Jews, came to the colonies they came to the americas to escape this religious persecution and so this is uh this is outrageous mm-hmm. and uh again i'm not going to stand for it you know i'm hoping to win on tuesday i really want to encourage our listeners to get their ballots in if you can walk it in you know if you can go into your county uh election department walk it in on election day don't use a drop box if you don't have to definitely do not use the mail um, now, obviously, if you can't, then go ahead and use the mail. Get the ballot in, right? I'm number one, get mm-hmm. the ballot in. But secondly, if you can, if you can wait. 
Uh, also, uh, go to uh, DougAndMarty.com, and you can hear past programs. You can even tell your smart speaker. You can say, hey, Alexa, play Doug and Marty versus the world, and it will do it, brother. It's mm-hmm. the weirdest thing. I tried it. It actually worked. I, I, Unfortunately, I can't call my Echo Alexa because my wife gets jealous. She's like, I, I don't I understand. want you her. <laughs> so I call her Echo. And for uh, our listeners, you can also follow up on your ballot. And once you voted, you can find out that it's been counted as well. So Yes. And, uh, and you should be checking your ballot before you put it in to see if somebody else voted it. Because if someone has your birth date and your name, they can go in and get a ballot printed out. It's, it's just the whole system's whack. That's why I support Tambourine Borelli for uh, Secretary of State because I think she's the only one that'll get in there and clean house. Speaking of house cleaning, you're going to have to do the show by yourself next week, brother. I'm going on vacation, so I, I hope you have fun because I did it last week for you, brother. You got it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless everybody. Thank you guys for listening to Doug and Marty versus the World. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. God bless. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>